podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. What's good, boys and girls? Welcome to the Two-Footed Podcast on St. Patrick's Day. We're brought to you today by Guinness and Potatoes, apparently, uh, but we're also brought to you by EPLindex.com in association with our presenting sponsor, Liberty Shield. Liberty Shield is, of course, a VPN provider. Check out their services at LibertyShield.com and use the code EPLVPN to get 20% off at checkout. We're also brought to you by Home of Hopcroft a giftware and homeware company located in Scotland, but shipping worldwide. Check out homeofhopcroft.co.uk. Right, folks, it is St. Patrick's Day. And there were some football games last night in the Champions League, but we're not going to talk about them today. We're going to be Irish today. So we're going to answer the question that you never knew you needed answering. Who is the greatest Irish player to play for each Premier League team? And not just the current 20. We've got all 49 teams that have ever played in the Premier League, and we're going to run through who the greatest player is for each of those clubs. We're going to start with Arsenal, because alphabetically, they go first. There's a couple of options here. They've had a couple of great players. It comes down to David O'Leary and Liam Brady. And though O'Leary played at Arsenal for 20 years, 722 appearances, an incredible career. The greatest Irish player to play for Arsenal is Liam Brady, who would leave Arsenal, go on to Juventus, Sampdoria, into Milan and Ascoli during a seven-year run in Italy, then come back and play for West Ham United. Liam Brady, with his 72 Irish caps, is one of the greatest Irish players of all time. A sensational midfield player, who had every pass, every trick in his locker. Just a great, great player. One of the best Ireland has ever produced. And with respect to David O'Leary, I think he would agree Liam Brady is the greatest Irish player to play for Arsenal. Uh, Aston Villa, it's a no-brainer. It's Paul McGrath. One of the greatest centre-backs English football has ever seen. One of the greatest centre-backs world football has ever seen. Played for Villa between 89 and 96. Had been at Manchester United before that. A little bit of a falling out with Ferguson, I think, over his his lifestyle more than anything else. Also a great defensive midfield player. Club highlight, winning the PFA Players Player of the Year. Uh, one of only six defenders to win that award. International highlight, I think, the 94 World Cup. Putting Roberto Baggio in his pocket while convincing the world that Phil Babb was a competent defender. Um, I think it has to be Paul McGrath, a sensational footballer, good at everything. And despite the memories of him always having bad knees, he didn't miss many games. If you look at his time at Aston Villa, he's there eight seasons. He plays 47, 44, 48, 50, 
44, 49, and 40 games. Sorry, they're seven years. Then he plays one game in the Cup and leaves to join Derby County, where he plays a full season and then finishes off at Sheffield United. He'd been a regular for Manchester United for five years before joining Villa. Despite all the talk of how the knees held him back, he didn't miss many games. He just couldn't train. Uh, But Paul McGrath is an absolute no-brainer for Aston Villa. For Barnsley, it's slim pickings, but I'm going to go Connor Hurahan. Currently on loan at uh, Swansea City from Aston Villa. Spent three years at Barnsley. Was a regular in their team. Scored a whole bunch of goals for them in League One. Did well in the Championship. Earned himself a move to Villa. Played a key role in that Villa team. Getting promoted into the Premier League. Now back on loan in the Championship with Swansea. And uh, having a, a really good run for them. Uh, 24 Irish caps. A good, solid, all-round midfield player. A player I do like. I think at Championship level. He's as good as you'll find in the midfield. Uh, Connor Hurahan for Barnsley. Uh, on to Birmingham. A couple of options here, but I'm going to go with Stephen Carr. Excellent right back for Tottenham, Newcastle and Birmingham over a 20-year career. 410 league appearances, 44 caps for Ireland. Just a, a top, top player. 500 career games um, in English football having made his debut in the 93-94 season, finished up in 2011-2012. Just consistent, solid. I've gone for him over Kenny Cunningham. You'll see why later on. I'm trying to only pick one club per player. So obviously certain Irish players played for multiple clubs and probably deserve to be mentioned for multiple clubs, but I'm going to do one club per player. And for Stephen Carr, Birmingham City is where I'm slotting him as the best Irish player that Birmingham have had. Blackburn Rovers, I think it has to be Damien Duff. Now, not of the cap to Kevin Moran, but, or Moran, as English people like to call them, but it is Moran. Um, Damien Duff came through the academy, having been brought over from St. Kevin's Boys, played over 200 games for Blackburn, 223, scored 35 goals, Big money move to Chelsea, won a couple of league titles, go on to Newcastle and Fulham, etc. But Damien Duff for Blackburn, absolutely brilliant. Was devastated when he didn't join Liverpool because they'd been linked for so long. 100 caps for Ireland, a great, great player. Damien Duff is the best Irish player to play for Blackburn. Um, it is very much slim pickings for... Blackpool. But we're going to go with Wes Houlihan. Now, he was only there for two seasons. One on loan, one permanently before moving on to Norwich. But because the pickings are so slim, and because Norwich had a couple of other Irish players, we're going to slot Wes Houlihan in here. Still playing for Cambridge. A very, very good player. 43 Irish caps. Very creative, inventive player. Um, He's a month younger than me. Um, Wes Houlihan for Blackpool. Uh, I know that most associated Norwich, but literally there's it's it's him or nobody for Blackpool. So we're going with him. Um, for Bolton, it's Jason McAteer. Born in Birkenhead, started out at Marine, joined Bolton, 
helped them get promoted to the Premier League for the first time. Very, very good player. Remember him and Alan Stubbs in that team together were like the two young stars that they had. Stubbs ended up Celtic Everton. Um, McAteer, Liverpool, Blackburn, Sunderland, Tranmere. 52 caps for Ireland. Very, very good player. Always consistent, reliable, hardworking, talented more than he showed. Would often sacrifice his own ability for the good of the team. Scored one of the most important goals in the history of Irish football uh, and had a nice big falling out with Roy Keane, which was just fun for everybody involved. Or everybody not involved, I should say. Uh, So yeah, Jason McAteer uh, for Bolton Wanderers. For Bournemouth, I think it's Tommy Godwin. There's not a whole lot of options here. So I'm going to go with Tommy Godwin, who was a, a goalkeeper, played for Bournemouth in from, from 1952 to 1962, 13 Irish caps. Seems the best option. Shamrock Rovers, Leicester City, and then them. Also was in the Home Farm Academy. Home Farm, famous Irish club for developing young players. Also where Ronnie Whelan got his start. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Tommy Godwin as the choice for Bournemouth. He, he played for them that long ago. They were called Bournemouth and Boscombe Athletic. They weren't even AFC Bournemouth at the time. Uh, but Tommy Godwin is the pick there. For Bradford, it's Andy O'Brien. Quality centre-back, Bradford, Newcastle, Portsmouth, Bolton, Leeds, Vancouver Whitecaps, 26 Irish caps. Just a solid citizen, a good defender, came through the Bradford Academy, was very, very good for them, brought them up into the Premier League, got his move to Newcastle, would go on and have a good career. I think it's Andy O'Brien for Bradford. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. I think it's Shane Duffy. Actually, it's not. I'm wrong. It's Mark Lawrenson. What am I thinking? It is, of course, Mark Lawrenson. Um, and it's it's really not actually all that close. Uh, Duffy, I was looking at because he's a current player, but it is Mark Lawrenson. Um, came through the Preston North End Academy, got his move to Brighton, would then obviously go on to play for Liverpool with, with you know phenomenal success. 39 caps for Ireland, should have made 100, should really have gotten to 100. Incredible player, a knee injury ruined him. But um, too often remembered as the the pundit in the dodgy dodgy shirt. Mark Lawrenson was an incredible footballer. So Mark Lawrenson is the pick for Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, For Burnley, I'm just going to go with Robbie Brady. I think Robbie Brady's a very good player. I think he's done really well for Burnley. If if it hadn't been for injuries, I think he would have gotten a move to a bigger club. Um, came through at Manchester United, obviously played for Hull and Norwich. Forty, sorry, fifty-four Irish caps so far. Burnley signed him for thirteen million. When Burnley pay that type of money, you're a good player, unless it's Ben Gibson. Um. Cardiff City is tough. There's not a whole bunch of uh, of options here. I think I'll go Graham Kavanagh. A solid midfield player. Never spectacular, but you know, always a reliable presence. 
always gave everything he had on the pitch. 16 caps for Ireland. Only Well, is that carded for four years. Mostly known for probably his time at Stoke. But I'm picking him as my uh, my Irish player for Cardiff. Uh, Charlton Athletic, it's Mark Kinsella for me. Another one that came through at Home Farm. Colchester, Charlton, Aston Villa, West Brom, Walsall, and finished off in Lewis, which I used to visit regularly. Um, currently, the assistant manager with Drogheda United, which I wasn't aware of. Um, Mark Kinsella was a, was a good footballer. 48 caps for Ireland. Just a good box-to-box midfielder, neat and tidy on the ball, never did anything, anything silly. Um, played in that Irish midfield along with Roy Keane for a number of years and was a, was a good compliment to Keane. Um, for Chelsea, it's Andy Townsend. Irish captain for years. Was at Chelsea from 1990 to 1993. Obviously represented a number of clubs very, very well, including Southampton, Norwich, Aston Villa, Middlesbrough and West Brom. But I think Andy Townsend is the, the best Irish player to play for Chelsea. At his peak, he was a very good midfielder. Now he's a, a very bad commentator. But, uh, you know, I did I did like Andy Townsend as a footballer. Um, and especially because he was part of a very special Irish team that went to two World Cups. And, and he, was, he was the captain of that team for a number of years. So Andy Townsend there. Um, Coventry City. Although I criticized him earlier on, I think it's Phil Babb. There's not a whole lot of good options here. So I think I'll go for Phil Babb, who spent two years at Coventry, having joined from Bradford, would go on to play for Liverpool. 77 caps, or sorry, 77 league appearances for Coventry, part of that Irish team at that World Cup. Uh, big money move to Liverpool. Didn't really work out. He wasn't quite of the level required to play for Liverpool. They paid 3.6 million for him. But uh, Coventry made a profit of $3.1 million in what they paid. He was a good player while there. I'll go Phil Babb for Coventry. Crystal Palace. It's either Eddie McGoldrick or Clinton Morrison. I think I'm going to go for Clinton Morrison, who was a player I did like. Um, had plenty of confidence, plenty of chat about him. Never had the career he probably should have had. Um, an early move to Birmingham didn't go well. A later move to Coventry didn't go great. And then his career sort of petered out. He did play well into his late 30s. But um, when he was at Crystal Palace, he was a very good goal scorer and a good player. 36 Irish caps with nine goals. Clinton Morrison for Crystal Palace. Um, Derby County. The obvious one is Paul McGrath, but sticking to my own rule of one club per player. We're going with the Cuz, Jeff Hendrick. Um, 196 league appearances for Derby, 22 goals. Um, we'll go on to Burnley now at Newcastle, 60 caps for Ireland. Just a good player, a good, solid Premier League caliber player. Did well in the championship with Derby, moved up a level to Burnley, no problem. The Cuz is, uh, is the pick for Derby County. For Everton, there's two options. It's Seamus Coleman and it's Kevin Sheedy. I'm going to go for Kevin Sheedy because, again, he was part of the best Irish team for 88 and 90, the Euros and the World Cup. He was named as part of the greatest ever Everton eleven, 
Uh, he was part of Everton's greatest ever team in the mid-80s. So I think Kevin Sheedy is the pick. 274 league games, 67 goals. An absolute rocket of a left foot. Joined Everton from Liverpool, having not quite made the grade at Liverpool. But a very, very good player who did very, very well for Everton for a long, long time. And I think deserving of his spot. 46 caps for Ireland. You can't go wrong. Um, for Fulham, again, it's probably Damien Duff. But I'm going to go here for Ray Houghton, who was at Fulham from 82 to 85, in between his time at West Ham, where he'd come through the academy, and Oxford. He would then obviously go on to play for Liverpool for five years. Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Reading, and Stevenage. Ray Houghton with 73 Irish caps, the greatest ever uh, Irish player at Fulham, in my view. Um, tremendous player, genuinely a tremendous player, and scored the most iconic goal in Irish football history at the Giants Stadium against Italy in their first match in the 94 World Cup. Just a great goal, a great moment in Irish history. Uh, anybody who, who watched that game will know what I'm talking about. McGrath at one end, just peerless midfield, just endless energy. And Ray Houghton coming in off the right, winning the ball and hitting a, just an absolute beauty of a shot off his left foot that just lobbed over Paluca into the back of the net. Stunning moment, stunning goal. Ray Houghton unquestionably the pick here. Um, Huddersfield, it's Richard Kyo. It's slim pickings. But it's Richard Kyo, 26 Irish caps. Obviously, he's played for a bunch of different clubs, uh, including Stoke, Bristol, Wickham, Huddersfield previously, Carlisle United, Cheltenham, Coventry, Derby for a long, long time, uh, MK Dons for the last year, but now back at Huddersfield. I'm going to go Richard Kyo uh, to give him his mention because he may be a little bit harshly done by with Derby because he did a lot for them. Um yeah, Richard Kill, no question. Um, for Hull, I'm going to go Stephen Hunt. Came through the Crystal Palace Academy, went on to Brentford, Reading, probably best known for his time at Reading. Only the one season at Hull, but he is my pick, because again, it's not great options here. Uh, 39, 39 Irish caps. Uh, the little man from Portleash deserves a bit of recognition, so I'm going to go with him. Ipswich, again, not many options, but one very good one. Matt Holland, um, considered him for Charlton, but went with Kinsella so he could have Ipswich. Was with Ipswich from 97 to 2003 and is one of their best ever players, in my view. Um, 314 games, 46 goals. Joined them in the what's now the championship, got them into the Premier League. They went down, he went down with them when he easily could have stayed in the Premier League. Did his all to get them back up, moved on to Charlton. Uh, top, top player for a number of years. 49 player, 49 caps for Ireland, five goals. Um, a top player for Ireland, I mean, in, in Premier League sense, he was just a good midfielder. But for us, he was really, really good. So, yeah, Matt Holland, big fan. Uh, Matt Holland, the best ever Irish player for Ipswich. Uh, Leeds United, It's there's a couple of options, but there's only really one, and that's John Giles. Uh, again, as with 
Liam Brady, one of the greatest ever Irish players. He's now 80, which is just mad. If you're my age, you grew up watching him on TV. Him, Eamon Dunphy and Brady as the panel, just giving their views, nothing held back, always open and honest. Giles was an incredible footballer. Came through Manchester United's academy, would go on to Leeds and was just a legend there, an absolute legend. Won everything he could with them, 527 games, 115 goals. Left to join West Brom, um, 59 caps for Ireland, five goals. Was manager of West Brom, apparently didn't enjoy it too much, but won multiple league titles with Leeds and FA Cup um, and was a European Cup runner-up. So, yeah, John Giles, absolutely um, the pick here for me. One of the the greatest Irish players ever. If you're picking an all-time great Ireland eleven, him and Brady are are two automatic picks, without doubt. Um, For Leicester City, it's very slim pickings. There's a bunch of good Northern Irish options, but the only Southern Irish option I can find is Alan Mabry, um, who played for Leicester between 05 and 08. Ten Irish caps, solid player, uh, played as a fullback, never spectacular, but, but could play both sides. Good career, Leeds, Reading, Crewe, Hearts, Leicester, Aberdeen, Colchester, St. Johnston, Hibbs, and Falkirk, and seemed to enjoy his life in Scotland. Um, so yeah, Alan Mabry gets the nod as the, the Leicester City nominee. Uh, Liverpool, loads of great options. Loads of great options. Aldridge, Staunton, went with Lawrenson for Brighton, at Ronnie Whelan. But I'm going to go Steve Highway. Part of Shankly's team, part of Paisley's great first team, won everything there is to win in the game. 34 Irish caps, really should have been a lot more. Um... Also one who walks into an all-time Irish eleven. I think him and Duff are probably the two wingers. Four league titles, an FA Cup, a League Cup, two European Cups, two UEFA Cups. Will go on to be a great servant as academy director. Absolutely one of the greatest ever Liverpool players. Absolutely one of the greatest ever Irish players. Steve Highway, no question. Um... Manchester City next, it's Niall Quinn. Niall Quinn was a very good centre-forward for Arsenal, for Man City, and for Sunderland, but he gets the nod at Man City as their best-ever Irish player. Played for them between 89 and 96. 76 goals in 240 games. Obviously, probably better known by many for his partnership with Kev Phillips at Sunderland, Sunderland, uh, but that was more his role. He was that facilitator type. So, Niall Quinn, for me, um, gets the nod for Manchester City. For Manchester United, again, there's there's tons of options. Like, Giles is there. Kevin Moran is there. Frank Stapleton is there. Paul McGrath is there. Dennis Irwin is there. But it has to be Roy Keane. It just has to be Roy Keane. The best midfielder of the Premier League era. The best captain of the Premier League era. The, the greatest winner of the Premier League era. A phenomenal, phenomenal person and player. Um, 67 caps for Ireland, nine goals, a force of nature for, for Manchester United for 12 and a half years. 
Um, yeah, to me, a no-brainer. Just incredible. And considering some of the other options at United that says how good he is, he's the third part of that midfield. It's him with, with Giles and Brady. Let them go and play. He'll just tidy everything up, keep things ticking. Highway and Duff on the wings, playing Robbie Keane up front on his own. McGrath. Michael Chris Hewton at right back. So Gary Kelly's worth a shout. Dennis Irwin will be the left back. You could go Irwin right back and Staunton left back, maybe. Mark Lawrenson will be the other centre back next to McGrath. Packy Bonner would be the goalkeeper. That'd be a hell of a team. Bonner, Irwin, McGrath, Lawrence, and Staunton. Brady, Keane, and Giles. Duff, Keane, and Highway. That'd be a hell of a team. Get them all in their prime. Uh, for, for Middlesbrough, it's Bernie Slaven. Played for Borough between 85 and 93. Uh, then gained some notoriety by showing his backside in a shop window in um, in in Middlesbrough uh, after he he made a bet on air about something to do with Janino's team or whether they'd I can't remember what it was getting to a cup final or something it might have been but yeah Bernie Slaven um, again he was a forward player not a, a huge goal scorer though he did pretty much average one in three. Uh, across his career but a, a really good facilitator only seven caps for Ireland should have been a lot more he was Scottish by birth but we, we stole him because Scotland didn't want him and um, yeah Bernie Slavin for Borough no question for me Chris Morris worth a shout though uh, very reliable fullback who did um, a really good job for Ireland and for Borough uh, across his career also played a long time for Celtic and Sheffield Wednesday 35 caps for Ireland, so just give him a mention there. For Newcastle, I'm going to go Shea Given. Um, was at Newcastle for 12 years. He'd come through at, at, at Celtic, and then they'd stupidly sold him to Blackburn, and Blackburn had Tim Flowers at the time, so they didn't really have a need for him. They let him go quite cheap to Newcastle, only paid a couple of million for him. I think 2.2 million, 1.5 million. An absolute bargain for the tune. Uh, arguably the greatest goalkeeper Newcastle have ever had. 462 appearances, I believe, for the the tune. And uh, yeah, just consistently very, very good. Um, consistently rated as one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League. Would go on and play for Man City and Aston Villa. Um, but yeah, Shea given without question. Um 134 Ireland caps as well. So he he did his uh, did his fair share. I think he's now an assistant manager or first team coach at Derby County under Wayne Rooney. So hope that goes well for him. Always a big fan of the man from Lifford. Um, for Norwich, because I went with Wes Hoolahan for Blackpool, it has to be Gary Doherty for me. Um, could play as a centre forward or a centre back. Probably better as a centre back. Not really a big goal scorer. Um, played for Luton, Tottenham, then joined Norwich in 2004. Stayed there six years. Went to Charlton and Wickham. 34 Irish caps with four goals. 500 games in the career and just consistently good for uh, for Norwich. Went down the divisions with them as well when he, he really didn't have to. He probably could have stayed in the Premier League or at least in the Championship, but went all the way down to League One with them 
Um, so I'll go, I'll go Gary Doherty. Um, Nottingham Forest, it would be Roy Keane, obviously. Um, but I'm going to go Andy Reid, because I've already picked Keane for United. Andy Reid came through their academy, having joined from Cherry Orchard. Cherry Orchard, like Home Farm, and Stella Maris. Those three would have been kind of big producers of, of young Irish players um, in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, yeah, played for Nottingham Forest from t- 98 to 2005. Would go back in 2011 and stay till the end of his career in 2016. Only won 29 Irish caps, which was a disgrace. Super, super talented. Just would fall out of managers. People would question his desire, his want to play. Um, him and Michael Dawson joined Spurs as a joint transfer from Forest in 05. And um, he was just, it didn't really work from at Spurs. He just couldn't really get any traction. Wouldn't last all that long. Uh, went to Charlton, Sunderland, and then Sheffield United, Blackpool, and then back to uh, Forest, where he finally did find some of his best form. And he had a great season in 13 and 14 in the championship with 10 goals in uh, 36 games. But Roy Keane would be the one here, but we'll go Andy Reid because Keane's already out of the mix. Um, Oldham, it's John Sheridan. Um also managed them four times, but played for them for six years at the end of his career. And was John Sheridan was a really good player. Like, often overlooked, even by Ireland, but when he was at his best, he was a great passer of the ball, a great controller in midfield. A little bit unfortunate that Ireland were quite strong in midfield, and he had some injury problems as well. But I, I go... I'd go John Sheridan, without doubt, uh, as the best Irish player to play for Oldham. And like I say, he's managed them a bunch of times now, four times. So he clearly has quite the affinity uh, for the club. Um, for Portsmouth, it's Owen Hand, who played for them between 1968 and 1976. 260 appearances, 20 caps for Ireland. Many people will remember him as the assistant manager to Jack Charlton, but he was also manager of Ireland for five years before Jack Charlton took over. Um, Owen Hand was is a legend of Irish football um, and absolutely deserving of mention here as the greatest Irish player to play for, for Pompey. Uh, on to QPR. Again, you're not looking at great options here, but Don Givens is the pick for me. Uh, 242 games for QPR between 72 and 78. 76 goals, 56 caps for Ireland, 19 goals. Um, A very, very good player. One of the best Irish strikers ever. Up until Robbie Keane arrived, he was largely considered to be, if not the best, certainly in the top two or three. Um, Yeah, Don Givens for me. Also played for Man United, Luton, Birmingham, Bournemouth, Sheffield United, and Jamax of... Uh, Switzerland, so one of the early early players to go onto the continent in '81. Well, still relatively young, he was only 32 at the time. Go on play there for six years and do quite well. So yeah, Don Givens gets his nod for uh, for QPR. Uh, for Reading, it's Kevin Doyle for me. A couple of other options, obviously, but I, I always like Kevin Doyle. I thought he was a very good player. They they brought him in from Cork. 
unheralded, but did very, very well for them in the Premier League, in, sorry, in the Championship initially, 18 goals in 45 games, up to the Premier League, 13 goals in his first season in the Premier League, would go on and play for Wolves, QPR, Crystal Palace, and then finish his career in the MLS playing for the Colorado Rapids. Uh, 62 caps for Ireland, 14 goals. Always a good player, always reliable. Uh, more, again, a facilitator than an out-and-out goal scorer as a number nine, but yeah, a good player. Um, and Ireland could do it finding a couple more like him. Um, for Sheffield United, I'm going with Alan Kelly, who was a really, really good Irish goalkeeper. Uh, 214 games for Sheffield United between 92 and 99. Uh, would have had a lot more Irish caps had it not been for Packy Bonner at the start of his career and then Shea Given later on. But 30, 34 caps for Ireland. Alan Kelly was a really good goalkeeper uh, and he is my pick for Sheffield United. For Sheffield Wednesday, they've had an awful lot of Irish players. There's a really good connection there. But I'm going to go Tony Galvin. Probably played the best football of his career for Tottenham between 78 and 87. Then joined, joined Sheffield uh, Wednesday where he played for two seasons. But in the two seasons he was there, he helped Ireland qualify for the 1988 Euros, which was the first international competition we ever got to. Uh, he played in three games against England, the USSR, and the Netherlands at that tournament, started them all. And... Um, just a, a very clever player. So clever, in fact, he had a degree in Russian studies. Um, so, you know, how many footballers do you know that have a degree in Russian studies? Didn't get his breakthrough until he was 22 either. Played non-league till that point. So a late starter, but would go on to have a good career. And uh, and a hero in Irish football, in my view. Uh, part of that incredible team that, that did so well in, uh, in 88. Um, for Southampton, I'm going with I'm going to go Jeff Kenna, who I was always a fan of. Played for Southampton, Black uh, Blackburn, Birmingham, Derby, Kidderminster. Came back and played for Galway and St Pat's Athletic at the end of his career, which was great. Um. Just a very, very good player. 27 Irish caps. Should have won a lot more. Often overlooked. Wasn't spectacular, but was really, really reliable. And um, for me, Jeff Kenn is the best, the best Irish player to play for Southampton. I, I just think when you look at his career and what he, what he did and how consistent he was, I, th I think he has to be the pick here. So... Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'll go. Jeff Kenna won a league title, obviously, with Blackburn having having joined right towards the end of the season. Um, kind of like the final piece in the puzzle for them, and we'll go on and have a really good spell with Blackburn. So yeah, I'll go Jeff Kenna for Southampton. Um, for Stoke City, there's a lot of options here. I'm going to go Rory Delap. Um, only 11 Irish caps wasn't a great player maybe I'm, I'm overreaching with this one but I, I always liked Rory Delap uh, solid player could play midfielder fullback obviously known for that incredible throw in of his um, 
I'll go Rory the lap for Stoke. He played for them from 2006 to 2013, played about 180 games in the league. Um, 208 games all told for Stoke. I'll, I'll go Rory the lap for Stoke. Um, for Sunderland, it's Kevin Kilban for me. Never a great player, but a very reliable player. Nicknamed Zinedine Kilban by some people for some reason. Um, but a good player. Preston, West Brom, Sunderland, Everton, Wigan, Hull. He all, always reliable. 110 Irish caps. Could play pretty much anywhere. Centre back, left wing, wing back, full back. Didn't matter to him. Just got on with it. Kevin Kilban is my pick for, uh, for Sunderland. Uh, for Swansea, um, reaching back to Rory Keane, played for Swansea between 47 and 55, still apparently regarded as one of the greatest ever players. Um, only the four caps, well, five caps for Ireland, uh, but between the Irish Football Association, with, Association, which is basically kind of Northern Ireland now, um, and the FAI. So yeah, I'll go Rory Keane because it is slim pickings for um for Swansea and, and like I say, he is according to Swansea blogs, he is regarded as one of their greatest ever players. So we'll go with him. Uh for Swindon Town, it is Alan McLaughlin. And it is for one goal and one goal only scored for the Republic against Northern Ireland to qualify for the ninety four World Cup. He'd left at that point, he was playing for Portsmouth, and maybe he should have been the pick for Portsmouth, but um, no, own hand, it had to be own hand. I'm going to go for Swindon Town, Alan McLaughlin. Uh, was a good player, would have a really good career. Swindon, Southampton, uh, Portsmouth, Wigan, really good player. Um, 42 Irish caps, now in charge of the Swindon Town Academy, so yeah, I'll go with him. Uh, always, always liked him. For Tottenham, it's between two. It's Chris Hewton or it's Robbie Keane, but I think it has to be Robbie Keane. He is the greater player, and you know he's the greatest Irish goal scorer of all time. 68 goals in 146 caps for Ireland. Was a very good player for Tottenham across two spells. Um, whether they were one of his boyhood clubs or whether it was just all the other clubs. But, I mean, a great career, you know, a really, really great career. Uh, Wolves, Coventry, Inter Milan. How many players have moved from... Coventry to Inter Milan in history. Probably one. At Leeds, Tottenham, Liverpool, back to Tottenham, loan spell at Celtic, loan at uh, West Ham, and then went on and played five years for LA Galaxy and had, had great success over there. Like I said, the greatest Irish goal scorer there's ever been, 68 goals and 146 caps. You can't go wrong. Uh, Robbie Keane is the pick for Tottenham. Um... For Watford, it's Terry Mancini, uh, born Terry Seeley, played for Watford between 61 and 66. Would only make five Irish caps, but had a very good career uh, for Leighton Orient, QPR, Arsenal, and Aldershot. Um, yeah, Terry Mancini, no doubt. Centre-back, but yeah. We're going back a ways, but again, Watford, not a club that's had uh, a great amount of Irish players and um and he's the he's the standout without doubt. Um for West Brom, I'm gonna go Shane Long. Could have picked him for obviously a couple of other clubs, but 
I think this is where he fits best. Uh, played for West Brom from 2011 to 2014 before joining Hull and then on to Southampton. Um, just did Shane Long things. Ran loads, was a pain in the backside. Nobody enjoyed playing against him. Got on the nerves of every centre-back going. Uh, his two and a half seasons there, he scored nine, his 22 goals in 87 games. Again, never a big goal scorer, more facilitator. Uh, 17 caps, 17 goals for Ireland in 85 caps. Shane Long has had a very, very good career. He's played at the top for a long, long time. Um, you know, could have been the Reading pick, could have been the Southampton pick, could have been the Hull pick, but I've, I've slotted him in for uh, for West Brom. Um, for West Ham, it's Noel Cantwell played for the club between. 1957, sorry, 1952 and 1960, captained them between 57 and 60. The first ever non-English-born player or non-UK-born player to captain West Ham United. Um, Very, very solid player. Very good centre-back by all accounts. 36 caps for Ireland. 248 appearances for West Ham. Was a, you know, was part of the, the core that formed Bobby Moore. It was playing alongside Noel Cantwell at fullback that allowed Bobby Moore to develop. Great player. Also played cricket, apparently. So, um, yeah, West Ham would sell him on to Manchester United for nearly thirty grand back in nineteen sixty, which was a record at the time for a fullback. Uh, he won two league titles with United and an FA Cup, so I, I think it's fair to say that he was a, a quality player, so we'll go with um, we'll go with Noel Cantwell for West Ham. Uh, Wigan, uh, here he is to upset the Poppy Brigade, it is James McLean, uh, Wigan's Player of the Year in 2014-15. Um, played for them from 2013 to 2015, has 73 caps for Ireland with 10 goals. A good player for Sunderland, for Wigan, for West Brom, and now for Stoke. And winds people up so, so much that I just love him. I absolutely love James McLean. Um, and I hope that his next move is north of the border, up to Celtic, just because it'll wind up more, even more people. Uh, but yeah, big fan of James McLean. Um, keep winding them up. Um, Wimbledon. It's Kenny Cunningham. Um, A good player, never a great player, but reliable, solid. Rarely let anybody down. Rarely made a mistake in a game. Dreadful pundit, but a a very, very good player uh, for Millwall. Wimbledon for eight years, then Birmingham, and then Sunderland. 72 caps for Ireland. I think he scored one goal, two goals in his entire career, both for Millwall. Played played from 89 to 07, 615 club games, 70 international games, sorry, 72 international games, 687 senior games in his career, scored two goals. And they came at Millwall in the early part of his career. Um, 
But yeah, just a very good player. Very, very reliable. And like, you know, you don't play at the top for that long without being a good player. Um, loved Wimbledon so much he went down with them when he could have left and stayed two years in the championship. Um, he's the unquestioned pick, I think, for Wimbledon. And then finally, Wolves. Um, some others that have already made this list, including Kevin Doyle and Robbie Keane, have uh, played for them as well, obviously. I think some people would suggest that Matt Doherty should be the pick here, but the greatest Irish player to play for Wolves is Dennis Irwin, and it's not even close. Um, obviously, he was at the tail end of his career. He'd been at Leeds. He'd been at Oldham. He'd been at Manchester United for 12 years. 56 Irish caps. How it was in 156, I don't know. How it took to the age of 25 for Ireland to call him up, I'll never know. Dennis Irwin is the best fullback the Premier League has ever seen. End of story. The best. Right back, left back, didn't matter. Absolutely sensational footballer. As good defensively as anybody Really good going forward. A great pass the ball. Great set pieces. Scored penalties. Just a great, great player. Um, 85 games for Wolves. Helped them get promoted from the Championship up to the Premier League. Played pretty much every game up until his retirement. Rarely missed a game. Last couple of seasons at United, he was in and out. But that was in part because he was aging and Fergie was... Leaving him out of the team, even though he was still the best fullback they had. Uh, Dennis Irwin, without question, is the pick for Wolves. And that is it. That is the greatest Irish player to play for all 49 Premier League clubs. Um, Based on this season, it looks like we're going to get um, Norwich back up into the Premier League. They're currently 10 points clear. Uh, Watford are in second. Level on points with Swansea. Reading and Barnsley also in the playoff mixes, as are Brentford. And of the top 11 in the championship, only Brentford and Millwall haven't played in the Premier League before. So the next club that comes up, if they haven't already been in the Premier League, will be the number 50. 50th club ever to play in the Premier League. So you've got Brentford, Millwall, uh, Bristol City, Preston North End, Luton Town, who obviously played in the first division the year before, or either the year before or two years before, became the Premier League. Luton Town, Rotherham, and Wickham. They're the only clubs in the Championship who haven't played in the Premier League. Now, Wickham are almost certainly going down to League One. It's possible that Rotherham will as well. They're in the relegation spots, three points behind Birmingham, but they do have four games in hand because they've had a bunch of games missed with COVID. Uh, But they're not coming to the Premier League anytime soon. Neither are Preston, who sit 15th, or Bristol, who sit 12th. Millwall are unlikely there. I mean, they're... 12 points off the playoff spots. There is 10 games left, but they're unlikely to make it. So unless Brentford come up to the Premier League, we will not be getting number 50 this year. 
Uh, it is going to be one of the previous 49. So that's fine, though. But if we have a quick look at Brentford, because I genuinely couldn't tell you who the best Irish player to play for Brentford is. But we'll have a quick gander here. Do, do, do. Bill Gorman, maybe? Stephen Hunt played for them, obviously, so he's it probably would be him. Uh, it's not Jay Tab, it's not Jonathan Douglas, it's not Alan Judge. I would say Bill Gorman is probably the pick. Bill Gorman, native of Schlegel, uh, played for Brentford between 38 and 50. I would say Bill Gorman. If we're going to get a 50th team, Bill Gorman will be the 50th man on this list. But that is it. That's the show for today. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you all. Um, hope you're all having a great day. And if you have any Irish roots, you're embracing them. If you don't, just make up a granny or something. You, everybody does it. Tony Cascarino made up an Irish granny and actually got to play for Ireland. So you can do it as well. Uh, but if not, you know, enjoy the rest of your day. Take care of yourselves. Uh, I'm off to throw some potatoes at some pints of Guinness or something. Um, Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Podcast Network.